Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in Bears. My name is Joey Christopoulos, my co host Corey Wooten. We got a fantastic show previewing Browns and Bears this week. But first, we got to talk about our presenting sponsor, and it's betonline.ag. Look, college football playoffs are ready, and they're right around the corner. That's why BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games. So head to the website today and get in on the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. When you use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BetOnline, where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming to the show. Let's set the stage. The pieces are moving. The Chicago Bears are 5-8. and eight. They're in the hunt, baby. And they take on a Cleveland Browns team this week that is decimated by injuries. So we're here to pregame and also get you some preview, get you some keys to a victory. Let's bring in my co-host. He's former Bears defensive end, Northwestern Wildcats own. See, it's Joe's very own. It's Corey Wooten. What's up, Corey? What's up, Joey? Hey, uh, unfortunately, I don't have the whole computer set up, so we're on the iPhone. But the good thing is with technology nowadays, we won't even skip a beat, right? You guys can hear me fine. There's... The camera's pretty good. We got 1080p on here, so we're feeling good. We're feeling great. Great win from the Bears last week. I know everybody is riding pretty high because, Joey, this defense is really playing well, right? I think Eberflus and this defense are finally starting to hit their stride. And I think people underestimate the impact that Montez Sweat, who I was so highly over especially when he when he got signed to the team they brought him in here they traded for him they re-upped the big contract and everyone's like he's overpaid he's this i'm like man he is one of the most underrated defensive ends in the game and what we've seen you know that first game arguably he's trying to figure things out understand the scheme every game since then he's elevated his play and not only has he elevated his play but the players around him have elevated their game you look at justin jones playing extremely well jervon dexter right who Early on, didn't really make much of an impact. We're really starting to see him in the backfield with penetration, tackles for loss, QB hits, sacks. And Yannick, unfortunately, he broke his ankle, but he was reaping the benefits of having Montez Sweat on the other side. So it was a great pickup. Hats off the poles. And this defensive company, Jalen Johnson, right? Uh, Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker. Um, Obviously, the linebacking core has been playing well all year, but... Now we're starting to see some rush and cover, especially with this Tampa 2 scheme, right? It's hard to do well in this scheme if you don't have a great rush. And what we're seeing in these past couple of weeks is the defensive line are being able to come home or pressure the other quarterback. And the secondary, they really reap the benefits of that. Corey, man, uh, you're absolutely right. And a lot of what you've been talking about here on Believe in Bears, the defense is starting to come to fruition. When we're talking about Montez Sweat, he's been the anti-Chase Claypool to this point. Uh, that trade is completely uh, that tree is completely paid off. So thank you so much for tuning in here, whether you're uh, listening to us, wherever you get your podcasts on the Believe Network, or if you're watching us here on Sports Talk Chicago, comments and question below. Just as you know, as of this taping right now, uh, DJ Moore was limited in practice today. Daquan Brisker did not practice today, so we don't know exactly exactly the status of that but Corey, what we're going to do is we're going to sit in the here and now because we've been spending a lot of time talking about the broad scope of is justin fields the guy and get Eberflus out of here but you know what the chicago bears right now are winning games and this is the biggest game in the season in my opinion coming up against the browns so we're going to focus solely on this game so Corey, let's lead it off man Corey's keys what is Corey's number one key to pick up a win against the browns this week i i, I think it's offensively starting fast like they've always done it seems like 
obviously every week descriptive plays this offense, whether it was Justin Fields or Tyson Bajan, they've been able to sustain drives and score usually on that first drive, right? Second drive as well, have a sustaining drive, right? Start fast, but continue that. After we get off descriptive plays, really continue to game plan and be, be, able, be able to understand what the other defense adjustments they're making and make adjustments uh, off of that. And I think that's something that Luke gets at times. We, we always see that, right? The first two series, really great. And then all of a sudden we see a lull and they usually pick it up in the second half. And then we see another lull. But just continue. If everything's flowing well offensively, keep your foot on that gas. Continue to pound the rock. And really put Justin Fields in a position to succeed. Get him on the move um, with some sprints, some boots, and give him the option one-on-one on a defensive end. I like that. Corey, man, I completely agree. And you said pound the rock. I know a lot of people are talking about, you know, a decimated Browns defense that is really talented, that has great numbers across the board. But they have given up six passing touchdowns over the last two weeks i'm going with the inverse there i think they need to pound the rock and set with the offensive line set the tone and pick up some first downs running the football Corey, i just think it'll open up everything else because as much as i like and bears fans liked how they played against the lions last week i thought their more impressive game was actually the first time that they played the lions man they were kicking the shit out of the lions for 55 of those 60 minutes. Okay. Up until that point, they were in control the whole time. And I think that's, what's going to be one of the keys to pick up a road win against the Browns. Uh, Corey, man, toss me another one. What's another Corey, uh, Corey's key to picking up a win this week. Stay aggressive offensively, right? What I loved what they did last week was stay aggressive, right? The fourth and 13 play. I know they had a free Mm. play. They got them offside, but you look at the previous lions game, Joey, they played to not lose the game. And when you do that, you end up losing. And that's why we saw them lose that first game. I just loved how, hey, when there was options for Justin Fields to throw the ball, even with a healthy lead, they were still throwing the football, right? That's what you have to do in situations. You can't take your foot off the pedal because you're scared to lose the game, right? You have to continue to be aggressive. There's a difference between being aggressive and being smart. I think in this last game, they were able to do that. So just continue to be aggressive offensively. And I feel like once they can do that, you see Justin Fields getting more comfortable and confident. And then all of a sudden, he's able to connect with DJ Moore, um, you know, uh, Cole Komet and company. So I think it's just continue to stay aggressive throughout the game because Justin Fields, what he's been able to do is people have been very critical on him, Joey. But when I look at him, I've seen so much growth as far as passing the football see the same turnovers that we saw in his first year early on in his second year right what we're seeing is a guy going through progressions and at times yes maybe he holds the ball a little bit too long but you look at all all the uh Russian quarterbacks right guy like Josh Allen Lamar Jackson they're all they all hold the ball a little too far right Jalen Hurts as well so I think they're trying to extend the play so much and they're trying to do too much so I think the biggest thing with Justin Fields is you know, go through your progressions. If it's not there, tuck it and go and have that option, right, where you're threatening them on the line of scrimmage. And if they commit, then you throw it over the top. And we've seen him do that a handful of times with Cole Komet, right, blocking, blocking, all of a sudden going into the flat or the seam. So Justin Fields just need to continue uh, to improve in that area. But I think we've seen a lot of growth from him. And people talk all day about what we're going to do next year. I think Justin Fields has shown this team enough Uh for, for what he's able to do and what he's able to bring to the table. I can't imagine if you actually get a game caller that can script for success for him. And then 
you you have a uh, maybe potentially a wide receiver like Marvin Harrison and a guy I've been very high on, Johnny Newton from Illinois. The three technique that solves the problem of oh, this Tampa too. Monster. It, 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 so think about that, right? You add a defensive end opposite sweat in free agency. You get Marvin Harrison. You get yep. Johnny Newton. Um, I think this team is pretty set, right? Obviously, you got to get a center. But if they can if they can address those positions right there, this Bears team is going to be scary. Think about how the defense has been playing without a legit end opposite Montez Sweat, without a true dude at three technique. So um, mm. I'm 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 excited for the future of this Bears team. The thing is, you just have so many different options that you can build around. And and my thing is like this: Is Caleb Williams better than Justin Fields now or Drake May? I don't believe so. Right. And my thing is, it takes time with any quarterback. So you're going to start over again, rebuild this whole process. When I told you this before, if they try to trade Justin Fields right now, there'll be teams lining up for him because he's that talented. This isn't a Mitchell Trubisky situation. And I think in Chicago, we are so skewed because of that whole Trubisky situation. They're worried that that's going to happen again. And uh, so everything Justin Fields does, people are highly critical on. And and it's just it's it's just the honest truth, right? Josh Allen could yeah. play horribly, and I understand he has a different track record. But they'll they'll blame this and that and this. But for Justin Fields, they're very critical on him, and it's been a tough situation in Chicago. He hasn't had the best play caller, and I always give up that example of Tua. They're ready to toss him to the side. In comes Mike McDaniel, and he's a Pro Bowler MVP type candidate. You know, I think Justin Fields can be that player. Um, I do think. He can be uh, he can be like Jalen Hurts. I, I really do, and I think he's faster. I think he has a better arm. Uh, it's all about accuracy, reads, and and he still has some improving to do. Um, but I I think he's he's on that realm, and uh, I'm hoping they stick with him and build around him. Yeah, a couple of bullet points of what you just talked about. Um, got so much ground to cover. I just want to be really quick. Conversation for another day, right? Well, obviously, keep in mind, everybody, Bears fan. And that even Lawrence needed at least 20 plus starts before he started winning football games and looking like the football player that he was. So if you draft the quarterback, keep that in mind. Even with Trevor Lawrence, it took a little bit of time. Number two, if you trade the first overall pick, Corey, um, and you don't get Marvin Harrison, another guy that I love so much is Malik Neighbors. I'm starting to fall in love with that dude. Malik Neighbors with Justin Fields and DJ Moore. I mean, wow, I'm starting to get really freaked out. And then finally, to your last key, um, I'm right there with you, man, because if we're going to talk about the playoffs, we want to talk about Justin Fields becoming a franchise quarterback. They need to scheme up opportunities for him. But also, as you mentioned, down and distance, aggressiveness and smarts, balancing that out there, taking some chances and not playing this kind of timid football that we saw early on in the season that honestly cost them some losses. So, Corey, man, this is a short uh, this is a short preview session right here. We're going to get out of here. Do you have any more keys? Are you ready for a final score here? Bears versus Browns. Yeah, my, my last key is I, I think a guy that can really beat you that is kind of a nightmare matchup. And Cleveland has been waiting for years for him to finally come in his own. And that's tight end David Njoku, right? He, he's on pace for 900 to maybe 1,000 yards receiving, right? And he's been a viable red zone threat for him. And I look at a guy like Joe Flacco, right? He's able to hit a tight end, right? That he, He's a veteran guy that understands <laughs> yeah. the security blanket. So I look for them to go and think, think about that one on one David and Joku on a linebacker or a safety. That's a nightmare matchup. He's six, five, he's two fifty, runs like a gazelle. So he's finally coming his own. He's catching the ball consistently, something that he's, he struggled with with drops. So 
really, really be able to hone on him, especially if they get down to the red zone, because a veteran guy like Joe Flacco is going to look to target him. What's your final score, Corey? Bears, Browns. Do the do the Bears move to six and eight? The Bears move to six and eight, and I think this is a big game for the offense and building off what they did last week. I'm I'm going to go bold here, and I'm going to say thirty-one to seventeen Bears. Just the way this defense is playing. I think they're going to heat up Joe Flacco. They're missing their two starting offensive tackles. So I think this is going to be a tough game. You look at Montez Sweat is licking his chops right now. And Iberflus, the way he has that defense playing, they're going to heat up Joe Flacco and cause him. I mean, what was it, a couple weeks ago, man? He was he was flying he was flying a commercial on, on, a, on a plane going to Cleveland. So he's not really in the, in the yeah. swing of yeah. Now he's going, now he's so. gonna make now he's gonna make seventy five thousand dollars per win. They just did his contract today, on top uh, of game a, checks. Corey, how does that sound? I guess, I guess he ain't getting that this week. So thirty one seventeen Bears. The Bears. <laughs> um, I love it, dude. I'm going a little bit lower, honestly. I, I am saying the Bears are gonna win. I'm gonna go somewhere in the range of like a twenty three to thirteen type game. Um, I think the defense is going to play well. It's going to lend itself to some of that time of possession. I just think there's a lot of factors here that I think if we get 23 points for Justin Fields on the road, back in the house of horrors of Cleveland. Now, look, against an AFC opponent on the road, I know he's beaten Pittsburgh before in the past, but I just think there's a lot of checks that Justin Fields hasn't checked and uh, checked the boxes in his career yet. So I think if he gets 23 points on the road against a team that's eight and five, we move to six and eight. I think that is a huge win, not just for Justin Fields, for, for the Chicago Bears. Put us in the hunt graphic, baby. I want us there, mm-hmm. right there on the, on the bottom, right there, right next to Kornacki's khakis, baby. That's where I want it, man. <laughs> Let's get it. No, I like that. It's, a, it's another big game, right? And I think um, – Everything is starting to trend to Chicago keeping Justin Fields, right? If he continues to play the way he does, right? He's improved in in so many areas. I I really do believe that, especially when I touched on the passing game, right? We're not seeing him have those bad turnovers, those bad throws that he was used to. And in the second half, really impressive some of the throws to Cole Komet, to DJ Moore, uh, even the ones to Darnell Mooney that he dropped. So I think we're seeing everything that we need to. you know, I think it would I would be surprised unless Justin Fields completely um, doesn't play well these last few weeks that they don't keep him. Because I think he's shown enough that you're like, OK, we can build around this. We can win games with him. And uh, I think he hasn't even scratched the surface of what he can be. And I think that's that's what you want. You want a quarterback on the rise. And I always say that example of Tua because I, I, I think they were ready to be done with him. All you needed was a play caller. Um Added another weapon there, obviously with Tyreek Hill is an absolute monster, but it just shows that what a play caller can do can really impact your game and how you're feeling, how you're playing, your confidence. Um, they're going to get the best out of you, right? So I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, and hopefully Getsy the rest of the season can just script for what Justin Fields likes. And I think if he could do that, he, he will ball out and we'll see more games like like we kind of saw in that Denver in that Washington, because when he's rocking, when he's confident, he, he's playing up there with some of the best. And I think you just have to get the best out of your guys. And hopefully, hopefully he gets, he can do that. Uh, defense is, is helping them out tremendously, giving them three and outs, getting the ball back, turnovers, short field, but the offense just needs to continue to take advantage of those opportunities. No, no more play calling on that third and two. And one where we're doing, a, you know, 
uh, a fake dive, you know, toss play to the side. I, I don't want any of that run. Here down comes Cole Komet. Cole Komet's gonna snap yeah. the ball. Look out. Yeah, n- none of that, right? Old school smash mouth football. So looking forward to it, Joey. And uh, you know, it's it it's starting to get very interesting and it's getting fun, you know, watching these Bears games because for so long we were talking about what in the heck. Now all of a sudden we're like, hey, they're for real. And they remind me a lot of how Detroit finished the season last year. I think the Bears are kind of similar, right? They might not make the playoffs. I know they're technically in the hunt, but they could be playing if they continue to the way they're trending. Some of the best football um, in all the NFL to finish the season, which would give you huge momentum going into this season. And look how Detroit started this season. And they're fizzling out a little bit, but they're still looking like they're going to make the playoffs. So I would love nothing more than the Bears to finish the season strong and build that momentum into the offseason and then carry that into next season. Corey, the season has been completely insane, right? After the first four games, I've said on this show that I think this was the lowest point in my Bears fandom in my entire life. That's how low it was. I wanted to fire everybody. And then we went through a backup quarterback situation. And now we have ourselves at least in, at least playing meaningful games and actually getting some chances to get some real evidence on Justin Fields moving forward. I had them at eight wins to begin the season. That's still within shouting distance. And look, I'm here for it, baby. I'm not here to complain. I'm here. I don't care what I said, you know, five or six weeks ago. It's about this week, this week only, and it's Bears, Browns, and hopefully they get a win. We got to get out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for watching us on YouTube with Sports Talk Chicago. Comment and question below. Thank you for listening to us audio only through the Believe Network, wherever you get your favorite podcast, because today we're presented by betonline.ag, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code believe Corey Wooten, Joy Christopoulos thank you so much for tuning in we'll be back next week bear down we're in the hunt hashtag in the hunt Corey <laughs> thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.